0: We are back. The predictable podcast is back. Tyler, Chris, and Toll. God bless. <laughs> we are back, which means uh football's back.
1: Football's back, baby. Football's, That's football's what we're back. here for.
0: We are. Fuck here... the NBA. We <laughs> love you. <laughs> Just kidding. Exactly. We're here for playoff <laughs> basketball and Suns and four. Any football news? Five. Exactly. <laughs> Uh but yeah we got the we got the NFL draft tomorrow.
1: We got the NFL draft tomorrow, don't we? Two thousand twenty three NFL draft coming to you live.
0: Don't call us Super late, we're excited. right on time. What's that? <laughs> I said don't call us late, we're right on time. Come on now. <laughs> <laughs> right on time, just in the nick of time.
1: So what are yeah. we doing here,
0: Ty? Uh so today I thought, you know, uh with the draft tomorrow, it'd be kinda of fun to maybe run through do our own kind of mock draft of uh first oh. thirty one picks, first round um you know obviously we're we're not the gm so maybe we are just going to pick some some things that are some people that we think that you know might fall in these spots maybe maybe some picks that we would like to see certain players go to certain teams and you know just kind of give some reasoning behind our, our selection but just kind of do a you know a little back and forth style i'll go I'll start at one. You can go two, and we'll just alternate and okay. Okay. just kind of. And so we're know. picking this
1: like if we're the GM, right? Like if we're gonna pick a guy for the team, maybe not someone who who we think would yeah, be good for not them, right, yeah, that's not we're not for. the projected.
0: Okay. I mean, those those are out there. I mean, you can read you know whoever's projections and this and that, but this mm-hmm. maybe you know just uh, our side of what we you know if we were on the clock for these teams, who would we pick? Okay. You know? Okay.
1: So. Okay. That's interesting 'cause a lot you're putting of some money out. where your
0: mouth is, right? Cause, uh you got a couple oh, of Oh yeah, we're we're let's we're gonna go. <laughs> we're gonna look back at this and uh, you
1: know. Well you gotta remember if I if I'm picking him up as a GM, I'm gonna be selfish as the GM here, okay? So I'm maybe not gonna think so holistically for the whole team. So do you wanna preface that versus about who I think they'll pick versus who I would pick. So I think that yeah, would let's... be a little bit more. You wanna try that? Like on like who we might pick?
0: Yeah, let's go with okay. who we would pick, you know. Um if we want to chime in with a little something like yeah you know like me personally you know all right let's just kick it off right carolina got the number one pick right should be easy right this
1: should be a slam dunk for number one right so (laughs) so we're gonna have we're gonna have that beautiful little chime and you're gonna there it is right there you're gonna have a little chime action right for the uh for who uh when you're drafting someone in the nfl draft i just got my
0: got my little card you know i'm up there (laughs) uh yeah Carolina with the number one draft pick uh selects Bryce Young pretty simple Uh, right yeah I mean I I think he's pretty much the given um you know we've we've heard a lot of rumors and other stuff maybe about a different quarterback and stuff like that but I don't I don't believe it you got to go you got to go with the best player in the draft right um especially Carolina they're definitely a team that needs a quarterback too so I think you, the trade that they made with Chicago to jump here to one makes a lot of sense. Yeah. They, I mean, they did tra- this for a reason. Tr-
1: yeah, you don't trade away your future. You don't trade <laughs> away multiple first-rounders. You don't go out and find a brand-new running back in Miles Sanders or bring over Adam Thielen, kind of like your safety net, you know, Anquan Bolden-esque, right? Like, hey, I'm open. I'll catch the ball. You don't go do all that and then not get a quarterback. And Absolutely. I, totally, I totally agree with you. One of the better athletic guys out there. His size is obviously in question, but I mean, Tua came out with a nasty hip injury and he still slings the ball pretty well. So. <laughs>
0: so I don't even were... know. So if let he's, me. Uh...
1: He's a. Just so you, So, he's producer Toll here. Producer Toll is definitely still learning a little bit about us. But the reason, producer Toll, why neither of us would like Andy Dalton is because, as AFC North fans, he was a quarterback for the Cincinnati Bengals for many, many years. Uh, as a Baltimore Ravens fan, Tyler being a Steelers fan. We fucking hate Andy Dalton, and I <laughs> hope <Everybody>. the <laughs> rifle doesn't, you know, <laughs> doesn't sling another pass ever again. So, no, Absolutely. I don't like Andy Dalton. But anyway, I agree with you, Bryce Young. Also, the one first,
0: ever. the first Bama quarterback to go number one ever. So that's interesting. Oh yeah.
1: Oh wow. Okay. For, I didn't first,
0: know. first, first Bama, first overall pick. To be a Bama quarterback this is the interesting. first time it's okay. ever happened. If it happens, huh. I'm if sure it happens, it will. okay, yeah.
1: interesting, interesting. Okay, so I'm gonna go to number two, and again, we're gonna play this like no one's drafting. We'll talk about that a little bit later, right? If someone's trading up to take different, yeah, picks. we
0: can't really predict the trade. I, I definitely, we might, I definitely do think there's gonna there's be a couple. We assume there's probably, mm-hmm. yeah,
1: I, I think there'll be a couple, but uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But for 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 number two, the Houston Texans, we're on the clock. Uh, new coach, organization that's been in some shambles for the last couple years. No chance they wheel out Davis Mills for another year, right? There's no way. So for me, here. Bryce Young's off. What do I need? Houston Texans, I know I've got a 12th pick coming up there, too, and a couple uh, couple more picks. I'm going OH.
0: I owe.
1: CJ Stroud, quarterback, yes, number two.
0: Talk yep, I'm with yeah, you. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, again, um, me – if I was Carolina, I'm I'm personally a bigger fan of C.J. Stroud. Um, I think he just I, – I, Bryce Young, great quarterback. I do think he deserves to be number one, but I think C.J. Stroud's right there. I saw a lot of good stuff in, in the combine. You know me, obviously, being an Ohio State fan, I've watched him, and I think he's got all the tools. He needs to be a good quarterback, um, but I'm with you. Houston needs a quarterback, and I think he's the best option after Bryce Young.
1: Yeah, absolutely. C.J. Stroud coming out of Ohio State, obviously a great period of time while he was there as the Buckeyes. Uh, obviously a lot of Buckeyes have come out. My my big concern obviously is like, it's not really like a statistical thing, but it's like C.J. Stroud, Ohio State quarterbacks, they come out all the time, highly rated, and they're hard to stick sometimes in the NFL. But C.J. Stroud in terms of his track, size, Roger. athleticism, his accuracy, all that stuff. Although that that whole cognitive test really kind of threw him off, off, off some sense. I feel like people, people really were kind of against that a little bit, but definitely hey. think he's probably, uh, yeah, he's de- he's definitely right up there with Bryce Young for sure. Um, I think he'll go two. You already signed a uh, uh, Larry Tunsil in a uh, bunch of money, left tackle. You have someone to protect him. You have a young running back in Damian Pierce. If he can stay, um, you know, stay healthy for the whole year, if you can get him, someone maybe at twelve or trade someone for him later on. Get him some weapons; could turn the franchise around, you know. So it's it's,
0: it's a good few more fan. pieces. They could yep. do something. Yep. So I'll uh, I'll move on to three Arizona again. There's probably some trade talks that we've been hearing about, but if they stuck here, I think they're going to go with Anderson. I think. Yeah. Outside yeah. quarterback wise, you know, best player in the draft. Um, yeah.
1: When you were saying that earlier with Bryce Young, that's why I was like prefacing. Yeah. Because I'm like Will Anderson Jr. is an absolute monster.
0: And and um, people are calling him like the safe pick and this and that, but I I think. I think safe is good. I mean, if you've seen this guy do what he's done the last two years in Bama, like, you know, no,
1: no one would fault you. Right. Like that would be, this is like one of those picks where like, I feel like organizations sometimes get pressured into certain people. Like even when Cincinnati took Joe Burrow years ago, it was almost like you had to take him. He won the championship. He's Joe cool. Like you had to take him. The franchise was after him. Right. This is kind of the same situation. It's like, this guy's a monster. He's the best player in the draft in the draft, in my opinion, in terms of player. Just incredible guy. And then on top of that, Arizona, you need help just about everywhere, but J.J. Watt retiring didn't help you in that certain position as well or the, that grouping. So I think it's Will Anderson Jr. all day at Bama for sure.
0: Absolutely, absolutely.
1: So jumping to four, this one, uh, <laughs> now that I think about it, I'm really kind of maybe a little more upset that I actually took this, but here's the thing. Indianapolis, you have to go quarterback. How do, I, I can't imagine it. You've You've been jumping from quarterback to quarterback from –
0: Last three years, Rivers and Matt Ryan
1: and Carson Wentz, and you've drafted a couple late round quarterbacks. I think in like the fifth and sixth round, clearly they didn't hit. You know, it wasn't a Brock Purdy effect for them, unfortunately. I think Chris Ballard's looking for a little bit of a shock here. But the reason I'm going to take this pick is because although, yes, didn't have a great year last year, but still very talented, behind a good, definitely a good guard, got a couple weapons he can pass to. I'm going to go Will Levis. And so, yep, I'm going to put him there quarterback going to have him go in there we're going to see what happens here so my obviously in recent news too the big knock on him which is my biggest knock on rookie quarterbacks is you don't have to be the greatest person you can distribute the ball manage some time just can't have turnovers and that's like one of the big things and unfortunately for this young man um he and James he's, Winston, he's a big are the risk player.
0: player where big, big, they, <laughs> deep down the. He's a big
1: risk player, down the line mm-hmm. kind of guy. But, but, he, but yeah, he's a he's a big guy who's getting Michael Pittman
0: Jr. Right, Good wide receiver yep.
1: outlet for him. Good tight end over there. They've got a couple speedsters. I think it was Paris Campbell. No, uh, I think, no, I think he
0: uh, he got traded. I think. So as long
1: as they can get some people downfield, he's got an absolute cannon. And then here's the other part. The line's pretty good. Obviously, Quentin Nelson being a very good guard there. A hand a rock the off to jt back. exactly yep. so so even though maybe he's not but i think he's a i still think he's a, a a safer more ready person than anthony richardson but i think maybe his uh his ability is less you know what i mean but i think yeah. he's more ready to go right now and i think that's who they'll take just looking in the past with like andrew luck just being you know ready to go obviously i think he was a little bit more Football IQ-ish, I guess, maybe a little fo- more football smart, but um, I think that's why they're going to go with him, so I'll take him at four.
0: He is definitely a guy, I, I, outside of CJ and Bryce Young, I'm not certain on any of the other quarterbacks in this draft, but I will no. agree with you that he does kind of have the, the pieces that you just see out there that you know you can go out there and kind of start him from that day one and he uh-huh. will kind of you know he's not going to be as big of a project as maybe anthony richardson might see, be. see and i'm or... a big fan
1: of of hendon hooker out of, out of tennessee i think he I, I, I'm, a, I'm a big fan but with the injury is yep. he going to be ready for week one can you get through camp and learn the system like are you putting him in the best position possible because if not you can't use your four on that you know, know what i mean yep. so this This is a a potential position as well if they try and make a move for, let's say, Lamar or any other QBs out there that they can limp through, you know, get a Teddy Two Gloves or someone else that they could potentially sign. It's like, you know, I think Gardner Minshew is actually the starting quarterback up there, yeah?
0: Uh, That I don't know. I know they got... Kind of uh, that's how, that's how messed up the QB room is over there. I'm
1: almost positive it's it's Minshew, but I could I'll, I'll have to figure figure that part out. But um, but yeah, they need they need help with the quarterback position, and that's uh, that's who they go with it, again if they don't trade back. So okay. another another possible one. But who you got for five?
0: Uh, I got Seattle here at five, taking Tyree Wilson edge from Clemson. Yeah, Seattle. Yeah. You know they they 2,500 rushing yards last year, which is like towards the back ten or eight in yards allowed. Um yeah, and his production's really good, yeah, I mean, he had sixty one tackles, seven sacks, he's always around the ball, you know he's um, I think he's definitely someone over there again, you know, we'll see how Gino does in his i'll say his second year second year there, um, but the best way I think to help out a quarterback in that offense, you know they got. Tenth Walker over there now, and I think the off- offense has some pieces. So I think the best available for them is to help on that defensive side of the ball, and I think he is definitely one of those guys that can, uh, you know, stop that run game over there. Yeah,
1: mm-hmm. Seattle hit on a corner last year too. That's that's going to be playing for them yeah. as as the one, and did pretty well last year. So, you know, me and defenses, you got to have pressure up front, you got to have coverage in the back, and sometimes those interceptions are due to the pressure and sometimes those sacks are due to the fact that they can't pass the ball because they're well covered so i'm a, I'm a firm believer in having really good dbs and really good pressure up front the rest of it you can kind of <laughs> not mix and match of course there's great players everywhere but if you have good dbs over top and you have enough pressure up front it's that's, that's a it's a good recipe so yeah now the only interesting part about that with being five and obviously we're kind of just picking back and forth here because who i thought is who i'm going to take at number six for the detroit lions and that's going to be, uh, it is our first, it's our first dog off the board. And that's going to be Jalen Carter. Yep. So he's an absolute monster.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, he is, um, he is definitely a guy that probably, you know, belongs in top three, probably. Um,
1: <sighs> Some off the field stuff may have. Uh... thats
0: uh, I, I think a lot of people are scared of the personality and what could be, I mean, we've seen a lot of great players lately.
1: Well, and he pulled the Jamarcus Russell, didn't he? on his pro day.
0: Yep, it's, he came
1: in, a shade over, with <laughs> Like, yeah, he came, needs
0: a Gatorade IV. Um, yeah, it, it's you know we, we've seen a lot of a lot of stars with off-field issues, and you're only helpful to your team if you're available. You know, injury wise, or just being a knucklehead off the off the field, and you know getting suspended or arrested or any of these kind of things it doesn't matter how talented you are if you're serving suspensions or you know y- you can't you know play these crucial games so i but i i do believe that at number six you got to take them especially well, see, you got a. You know, a and hutchinson over there that's,
1: that was my thing they're, they're gonna have they're gonna have enough pressure up front now the only concern i have again that i was thinking about is like well we just they just gave up uh jeff Akuda. that was another ohio state guy if i remember correctly problem with him was obviously he was riddled with injuries didn't get to play much very talented in college didn't seem like it totally translate transition to the league so they, they they did trade away a previous one pick on corner so it's like you know christian uh christian gonzalez right here even devin witherspoon or something like that probably is it Maybe more of a need, I don't know. You know, I don't know. But I, I what I do know is, is I don't think to, if Jalen Carter's there at six. Yeah, I don't, this, think, I, don't I, I don't think Dan Campbell's passing up on that. So
0: <laughs> this is kind of more of a best at best option versus best a, option. a need. Right. So correct. He's an, he's an immediate
1: impact player. And yeah, what you got out of Aiden Hutchinson last year with Jalen Carter in the middle would be would 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 potentially be and I hate saying this out loud, but honestly it's a combo. It, this could be a young Cam Hayward, TJ Watt situation for for detroit you know obviously pretty lofty but could you imagine getting a good interior defensive uh player and then having a really good edge player
0: oh yeah i mean like you said you got to get that pressure and you know that makes any quarterback no matter how good you are you know puts a little pressure on them to not just sit back there and pick your secondary apart right yeah yeah <laughs> you get exactly. into That's them in two true. seconds you know so
1: i i i'm really interested now because we're going to be in a to seven yeah,
0: some of these we will run through as we uh, obviously don't know you know when we get to the meat and potatoes of some of these positions but um seven you know people have been talking about jimmy g and you know if someone's going to learn behind him, I don't think they're going to do that necessarily. But I do think they're going to go out and get a tackle. So I, I would take Peter Skoronsky here. Yeah. Uh, which you know I know a lot of people have Paris Johnson probably is the first tackle going off their board. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would for sure. I'm
1: a, I'm a, a right Paris now. Johnson guy. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah.
0: But it's uh the reason I took um Skronsky here is you know they the got Josh Jacobs back. And I think even though Jimmy G is a reliable, somewhat reliable quarterback, he's been around, like, you know, he can do it if he's got the pieces, obviously, have Devontae Adams and stuff like that. But um, I think Skorowski is a really good run blocker. I think he can slide to the guard, which I think Vegas had lost one of their guards in free agency, um, you know. I, I just think it's going to kind of, they're going to try to focus with Josh Jacobs after that huge, you know, season he had last year, 1,600 yards or whatever it was. Um, I think Skronsky will be able to, you know, continue and help out that run game, which will allow yep. Jimmy to get, you know,
1: the not ball be out. the guy. Yeah, it doesn't have to be the <laughs>
0: guy that throws the ball 40 something Well, times. and,
1: you know, the way I think of it, too, is so whether it's Peter Skronsky or it's Paris Johnson or whoever else they potentially could take that spot. Um, the thing is for me too when i think about this long term you think about you think about jimmy g being there for what two years i believe his contract was so you get him for two years you skip on the the quarterback this year or at least you know for your first round pick you get a tackle in there you know hopefully he's playing left tackle obviously if you're taking this early which i believe is his catered position obviously um, you get someone in that's that's going to be good to block jimmy g for two years but you're also giving someone two years of talent when you put a rookie behind him and so that way you could also potentially stagger it where you have to pay one or the other ones being a very early first round pick or you know where they go potentially with a quarterback down the road but at least you kind of have an anchor there because you know jimmy g is like a two-year gap player and he could even be shorter where it's potentially where it's like hey we may get a quarterback next year and let him kind of play behind jimmy g if he gets injured or like do the patch from homes where he just sits for a year a little bit more uncommon but if the the vegas raiders uh do better this year and let's say they're like a 17 pick next year who's to say they can't get a good quarterback you know not at seven but later in the draft so i right. think off offensive tackle i think either which way is is, is going to be helpful for them uh we have eight next which is atlanta i'm going to just take this pick because atlanta's defense for years has just been absolutely insane to me i know they have a really good corner over there now and it's kind of locked down but I, I would go get christian gonzalez i, I think he's the best I'm corner yep yeah, yep. I think he's the best corner in the draft. Got kid is incredible. He, he he does everything. He does protection and he takes the ball away. And I know we talk about like, oh, well, would you rather have someone that's like, you know, hey, I'm more like a oh, I'm just gonna pick him out of the blue here. Obviously, like more like a Marlon Humphrey. He plays press coverage, he'll punch the ball out. Doesn't get you know, he does get some interceptions, obviously, but he's not I wouldn't say like the leader in the league by any chance, but uh very physical player versus someone that's maybe more like a ball hawk, right? That's just picking people off, getting Many, many interceptions. I think he's just kind of a mix between the breed. Good size, good speed. Gets his head around so he doesn't get as many penalties. Um, and I think Atlanta, I don't know if you, do, like, if you don't go quarterback or you don't trade back here, I I don't think Ritter's the the answer by any means. So at this point, I would just stock my defense up and see if you can just beat people that way. Just can't I'm, have anyone pass on you.
0: Yep, I'm with you. Again, with a, a young quarterback, second-year quarterback in Ritter, you know, who didn't. He had some flashes last year, but, you know, definitely needs some more development. I I do think the best way to help, a few ways to help a a young quarterback like that, one with the run game, like I was saying, in um, Las Vegas, even though Jimmy G's not young, but, you know, help his abilities with the run game. And then uh, same thing with Atlanta. Build up that defense. If you can stop the offense from scoring so many points, it gives your offense a chance you know to put up some points even if they're only averaging, you know, 20 points a game, 23 points a game. Yeah. You know, if you're, if you're I able just don't to have a faith in Jeff Okuda,
1: honestly because that's that's where he went obviously and I I still just don't see it happening. So Again, I I, yep. I would still just take the corner.
0: <laughs> yeah. No, I'm I'm with you cuz I'm
1: looking at I'm looking at like what else is on the board obviously a lot of really good players but that kind of like leads us into the next one too cuz I was looking at this player potentially going to Atlanta Obviously, before they, you know, got, they did sign Clays Campbell. It's not like he's a young edge rusher, but uh, for for nine, who did you have?
0: Yep, like you said, edge. I got Lucas Van Ness going here. Um, and that's DeBears. Yep, that's Chicago. Yeah, he is, uh, I think he's a good, a, he's a good talent. I, I don't think he is necessarily a game changer. But, you know, he's got some quick-burst abilities. He can fill two gaps. He's uh, got the size and speed to chase down your mobile quarterbacks. But I don't think he's going to be, you know, your Khalil Mack or he's going to be your, you know, star defensive player on that side. But I do believe of the remaining edge rushers that are out there, you know, Carter, Wilson, Anderson, all those guys gone already, um, I think he's probably the best option there in, you know, Chicago's made some moves on the offense. I, think they've kind of made it, you know, known that they're st- sticking with Fields, and um, they'll have a what's his face from Pittsburgh. Who I'm drawing a blank on that they traded for. Chase I know. Kofel? Thank you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Forgot him already. Uh, since yeah, he exactly. The yeah, you
0: put a different jersey on. I don't know your name. Um, you know, he'll he'll have. I think Justin Fields might have some a better. Offense next year, just with the time spent with the team and stuff like that. Yeah. So, so I do yeah, think. Yeah. So I mean, at nine, add, I, I think a, they could
1: address definitely take an edge.
0: address the defense. You know, they were another team that really struggled on defense. And how you're going to help your offensive side? Stop letting everybody score on you every single down. Like you know, every yeah, you, single drive. You
1: already know. You already know who I would take if I was Atlanta, right? Or I mean, it's Chicago. Who is that? Oh, I'm taking a tackle. I'm trying to save Justin Fields' life. <laughs> I'm yeah, trying see, to
0: save Justin Fields' life. If but... I thought, if I thought he was a better passer and he was actually going to stick back there, and maybe that's maybe he doesn't stick back there because he doesn't have the protection. I don't know. But I saw him the first half of the season, right? You try to you know not run so much, and then the second half he was Lamar 2.0 and
1: ran for over a thousand just, yards. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, he
0: was like 57 yards off of Lamar's rushing season total. So it's short. Sure, yeah. I, I I yeah, you know. But I, I but just yeah, think, we'll see. I think I think mean, he's that kind of quarterback that you're just not gonna go like necessarily waste something to, on a guy where it's it's great, but if he's not that pocket passer, why get someone that's gonna protect him that long if he just wants to get out of the pocket and run anyways?
1: Well we'll just, see. I mean that's that's definitely a possibility. Louvianus I've seen kind of skyrocket up the board. Very very good, very good player, very productive as well. So at ten, we got Philadelphia Eagles. I don't know if anyone saw this or not, but Philly's defense got scouted this year and basically taken off on your mul- rental multiple players. Yep. So I'm going to go ahead and just leave this up to the gods and say Devin Witherspoon, cornerback, and uh, just leave it simple as that. Nothing really else to say. He's going to take a really great spot and a good defense and a good team. Obviously, with Jalen Hurts being there for quite a while coming up, I think uh, with Jason Kelsey coming back, they're not so worried about the offensive line right now. Great weapons. Pfft.
0: Next, yeah, brutal. All makes sense to me. So, uh, Tennessee at (laughs) eleven. Replacing Taylor Lamon with Paris Johnson Jr. here. So, yeah, I mean, I do think he is probably one of the better, the best tackle in this. um, But he is a much better pass blocker than I believe he is a run blocker Um, only allowed two sacks last year he's long he's athletic his hands are busy he can chip at different people at different times he doesn't need um he doesn't like he can almost take the full left side on his own you know He, he can he can chip the edge and he can take this the the linebacker that's sacking but on the run I side,
1: what, <laughs> I said I don't know what they're feeding your tackles in Ohio State, but even the right tackle is an absolute oh age monster of a human I-O. being. Hey. Yeah, I mean corn fan,
0: big Thanos. Yeah, big I Thanos, mean we'll, right. we'll get to yeah. him. Um, <laughs> but yes, they uh, <laughs> not small Thanos. <laughs> no, he's he. We'll we'll talk about him. I mean the dude the dude is huge. But yeah, Paris Johnson, I think he is the best tackle. Um, but I think he is a good pass blocking and I, I don't know what Tennessee, again, this could be a position where they go they quarterback trade. or go yep. trade. Yeah. Um, this is just, if they stick here, I think you go another last year with Tannehill, you know, I don't know what they're going to do with Henry. So it might get a little more pass heavy. They got Burks over there. Um, you know, just try to keep, try to keep whoever's playing quarterback healthy.
1: I think we talked about this one a while ago. And and I actually, don't think again, it'll be Willis. It's a, yeah. <laughs> uh, Willis seems to be creating a gap between him and his team right now, but you know, we'll see how that yeah. develops. But I agree with you. If they don't trade up, if they don't get a quarterback of that position, it's got to be tackle. Again, there's another Vegas situation. You have Tannehill for another year. Derrick Henry's getting up in age. He's going to have to <laughs> – we'll see how long he's on the team for there. But again – if you're looking at turning the page on the franchise, you can get a really good, if he's there, a Paris Johnson at 11, very good, very high-rated offensive tackle. You put him there, Tannehill for another year, you get a rookie next year, or you find another vet you can trade for, whatever, and at least you have a foundational piece that is relatively cheap for you in terms of players. And again, if you stick a rookie behind him after you get some, some reps in there, be really good. So I think uh, I think that's a good one there. At
0: if 12, they kept we- him, yeah, sorry. I just think that, yeah, he can, like you said, he, he's a... He's a piece that would be there for a while, regardless of who they go. You know, I think he will be that Taylor Lewan 2.0 if he did happen to go there. He'll be there 8, 10 years, you know, mm-hmm. and they'll yeah. just build around him. So, anyways, yes. He'll be a yes.
1: yep, he'll, he'll tackle that stays for a while, exactly. Yep. Houston
0: 12, though. What do you got? Well,
1: because Houston went Ohio at 2, and they got C.J. Stroud. this is the effect. I, I, I feel like it's a thing now in the NFL where you're drafting a piece to make the company. Your, your peoples your people, and so it's it's not even just it's wide receivers now, too, as I think about it, but it's like, you know, you have your Joe Burroughs and your Chase. They played together in college. You have um, your Trevor well, Lawrence. Well, Jalen Water two uh, but then they also, if you think about it, Trevor Lawrence, ended up getting ETM. He also played for Clemson. He's the running right. back. Yep. But it's like, you're giving these guys these kind of comfort pieces, so we got JSN here. So yep, Jackson Smith and Juba. He is, I think, as I was looking at routes that he was running, and just his... Nasty he's nasty this kid is Antonio Brown 2.0 and again I hate saying that as a Ravens fan but he this kid is never covered he's he's three yards four or five yards away from the next person when he catches the ball and he gets a lot of yards after the catch I mean just highly productive you know he's not what I would say 2023 like wide receiver size you know what I mean but like you said we have the Waddles, we have the hills these guys are just so insanely good and just like Antonio Brown, not the biggest guy, but just he created separations, and he, and he can run everything on the route tree. You know, when,
0: when I would watch Ohio State games, right? This this guy made Chris Olave sit on the bench because he was that good. It was him and Garrett Wilson, and Olave would come in in third. That's how good JSN is. And Olave and Wilson in the rookie year with questionable quarterback play each had a thousand yards yeah so yeah i think you know that makes sense if they could get cj stroud and get jsn over there they already got the chemistry they're gonna learn the playbook together but they're gonna mm-hmm. know how they break out of routes already they're gonna know their timing so it's exactly just...
1: what i'm saying the chemistry's already yeah. there and exactly right give them a piece Brandon cooks is gone now he's no longer on houston if houston could maybe go out and get i know i'm hoping for the ravens here that they get him but Let's say they even go back and get DeAndre Hopkins comes back to Houston. The re-signing, you know, new coach, kind of the new feel to it all. Somehow he comes back with JSN. I mean, that's we that's a pretty that's a good looking lineup. You know, we've I mean? seen we've we've
0: seen the Jets somehow, the Jets and the Jags somehow go from these bottom teams to now possibly playoff. Trevor Lawrence
1: I, I, and Etienne and Christian Kirk.
0: Yeah, then they're gonna I, get who? Who would have guessed? Yeah, Everyone was like, "Why would you pay Christian Kirk that money?" And you're like, "Okay." When Kyler's not throwing the ball, he's, you know, he's somebody's. Mm -hmm. And, you know, Rodgers going to Green Bay. Now we hear about all that talk. So it's like, what is Garrett Wilson going to be? What are these guys going to be? So I think, yes, Stroud and and JSN Houston, you're taking out this historically kind of bad organization and bringing in two top-tier players that have already worked together. They can maybe turn that around in a few years.
1: Well, and just to think about this strategically too, with the switch of green bay from 13 to 15 and the jets at 15 to 13 that's at 13 coming up next for green bay so if you think about it green bay could be looking to add another really high-end wide receiver for their for jordan love and that experience or now that the jets are moving up there as well they have garrett wilson they could also look for another wide receiver for aaron Rodgers. so that would right. be, again, another insane add on there. So I think if you're Houston as well, it's like, hey, we're going to take the best wide receiver off the board, pair with the, the quarterback. So speaking of that, number 13, Green Bay.
0: Kind of like you had mentioned, you know, um, a receiver would, you know, kind of help out there. They lost Lazar or whatever. But I think for a young quarterback, well, I shouldn't say young, I mean, fifth year quarterback who's never played, uh, Jordan Love, a big, piece to quarterback success is the tight end and young quarterback. So I'm going Michael Merritt out of Notre Dame. Um, They lost Robert Tunyon. So I think he is just going to be a good safety blanket. Um, You know, he's also an aggressive run blocker. They still got Aaron Jones over there. I I think, again, they're going to try to keep the ball on the ground as much as they can. Um, so, getting a tight end, an additional almost lineman out there that can get out there and still have good hands. He's a big, aggressive catcher, good against contested catches. Not the most athletic guy; he doesn't have really good speed or anything, but a big body out there that can get up and you know get those get those passes that you know need to be caught.
1: Yep. You know me. I, if you're a tight end in the NFL, you have to have a qualification prior to that. You have to play basketball. Gotta, they're so good at high pointing the ball. I agree. They, they lost Bobby, old Bobby Tunyon. And so the the pick makes sense. On top of that, you know, good against the block, right? Or he can block. So it's like, you're yeah, again, certain sort of formations. He's not going to fall flat on that. He plays in the middle. If you look at all kind of the top tight end guys, they were relatively with like newer quarterbacks, right? Lamar Jackson ended up getting Mark Andrews. Excuse me, I think Mark Andrews got Lamar, but whichever way that ran. And so... You know, you're you're getting you're getting those players. That was like a really hot matchup, then, which was kind of contested at the time. But Kenny Pickett got Muth. You know what I mean? Yep.
0: And And then one of his favorite weapons. I mean, like yes, like everyone likes to see the George Pickens catch and stuff like that. But if you you know break down that game, it's far Muth Muth that is is moving the chains for him. He's the go-to guy on third down. It's like yes, your tight end is your Mm-hmm. You're your best friend as a young quarterback
1: so if this guy can really be that high end which he looks phenomenal in college all the all this highlight film is just insane for a tight end but
0: very good tight end player so yeah
1: i think that's a good pick for them
0: six five two fifty <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a big guy yeah you uh concept, you got man. new england at 14
1: yeah so new england's tricky because i don't even know who well, I guess now, Matt, with Matt Patricia leaving, they can't figure out who their offensive coordinator was. They didn't know who's
0: Hunter who was. from some small school. They
1: don't, yeah, I was going to say, let's get like a right guard from like, you know, Miami, Ohio, or something like that. Some All ridiculous right. school that Bill Belichick has found, some guy. But I don't think they do that this year. I think that what they do is they go back to the SEC like they did with Mac Jones. They're getting Broderick Jones, the, uh, the offensive tackle. They, they've from what I can see at least for at least this year it seems like unless something obviously happens but I don't think it will New England's not unstable enough to make crazy moves I feel like but um again they need an offensive tackle maybe that's part of Mac Jones's frustration is like he's like I, I'm you know don't feel comfortable in this whatever it may be on there again if you're gonna get rid of Mac Jones, let's say when his rookie contract comes up again left tackle setting the foundation get him in there while he's cheap, couple of years with him. If you got to put a rookie behind him, at least he has a year or two. Um, and if not, he should be a good a good option for Mac Jones for a little bit more protection. So uh, obviously a really good run blocker too. So, I mean, <laughs> he's played a lot of football and has done really, really well. So, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll lock him in for 14.
0: Yeah, I mean, like you said, you just got to assume that Mac Jones is the guy. What's the best way you can help him? I agree. I think it's a good pick. Uh, same thing I got here going. The Jets at 15, though. Darnell Wright, uh, another tackle. I know uh, the Jets have Becton, you know, and some other tackles. But the the right side there is aging. And, you know, Becton was hurt last year. And, you know, just didn't have too much depth at the position. So, I don't know if Darnell Wright will necessarily step in as a starter. But, you know, which, I, you know, it's kind of hard. He's yeah. a big man. He's a man.
1: But...
0: <laughs> But I think, you know, he could work his way into a starting role, you know, maybe with a good camp or something like that. Um, I, I think it's kind of hard to use your first-round pick on depth, but looking at the team right now, they have their quarterback, they got their receivers, they got their running back, they got their cornerback, they got some other defensive pieces. I don't know what position is necessarily a, a need outside of an offensive lineman. So I would just take the Nets in my Opinion the next best uh tackle in Darnell right
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think, I, I, again, I think you got to protect Aaron Rodgers. Again, you're only going to have him for a couple of years. You're going to
0: have to eventually yeah, pivot. He's to getting that. old. You don't you want, want him getting hung... sacked. You know, these are,
1: they, it's like I'm saying the same thing over and over, but if you just notice, it's like these more like aged quarterbacks that are getting two year contracts. And it's like, could he play longer? Sure. I mean, we saw Tom Brady play forever, but, and Aaron Rodgers is definitely up there, but, you know, it can't be 40 to... when the season starts. Yeah. Right? I was going to say, I think he turns 40. Yeah. So, you know, another foundational piece for him. You know, protect him. You already kind of got Lazard over there. You have, um, what's his face from Ohio State, Garrett Wilson. You, Garrett you've Wilson. got him some weapons over there. Brees Hall will be back. He'll be healthy. The only way I think that they could go defense here, like you know, if they're going to go and try, they got Chuck Clark, I suppose. But you know, if they try and go get like a safety here or corner or something like that, That's CJ Mosley still. Mm-hmm. I could see a defensive lineman still, like potentially up there. And and the main reason for that is just simply because Robert Saul's is a defense guy. And right. Since they went and got Aaron Rodgers and some acquisitions in the off season for offense, I could see him going back to defense and adding some there. But again, offensive tackle, I just don't think that if you're getting one of these top guys, you know, the top 15 picks, he's going to be good. It'll be a good foundational player for you. Um, at 16, this one actually, I think it's kind of funny because I was reading something earlier today. Um, I'm going to go Miles Murphy edge. And so the reason part of that reason is, is that I think Washington actually has a relatively good offense when it's. Ran smoothly, you know, when you're when you're between three or four different quarterbacks, and one of them, Sam Howell, and like one of them is like, you know, like Jesus, they're running Alex Smith for a while, but like years ago. But um I think that they're going to go back to the edge rusher Chase Young. They didn't pick up his fifth year option. He's really not producing right. much there. I think they found some decent corners. I think the offense is okay. So I think you go back and you add some edge, add a little bit of pressure up there, and try and get your offense to the ball back a little bit more. um so yeah, we'll go Miles Murphy on that.
0: I agree. I think the writing's kinda of on the wall for Chase Young. You know, like you said, they didn't pick up their option, his his option. Um, you know, he might have this last year to prove to the team that, you know, he's worth another contract. But if not, you know, getting a nice rookie here, you know, halfway through the draft isn't isn't a bad choice for them. I agree. So I got my team next, Pittsburgh though, next at seventeen. And this might be a little weird, but I have them taking DeWan Jones, the right tackle from Ohio State. <laughs> big Danos. <laughs> big Danos, six this foot gotta, eight. He's
1: got to be the heaviest guy in the draft. absolutely <laughs> an absolute monster, but I agree. Yeah. I yes. sound like a broken record. Six, six foot eight, three hundred
0: seventy-five pounds. Jesus Christ, Christ. this That's is a lot a, of man. This is a big man, you know. Um, last year, Pittsburgh, you know, Kenny was getting killed from the right side. Okafor is right tackled right now and he he just he, you know he's not the answer uh guard over there was fine left side was kind of fine you know but they're like you know typically your blind side is your your left side but you know even with Kenny being able to see these guys coming at him like they're they just getting getting through the line too quickly so i i think Dewan Jones you know big size power allowed zero sacks last year at right tackle so i think personally Is a Steelers fan, I would like to see that side of the line strengthened. And uh, I know a lot of people have corners or whatever going here and ties to other players like Joey Porter and the dad and son. But I I think the biggest need for the Steelers is that right side line at right tackle.
1: Well, I mean, I think that's a that's not. A right tackle at seventeen in the first round. It's, that's it's, what I am saying. This is definitely interesting, but I, I do agree. With outside you. of
0: outside of a Steelers fan, kind of watching the games and being like, "We're getting killed from the right side yeah. here." I don't know, yeah, but yeah, that's, you know. But
1: you know, we're playing just GM on what we want to. This play, is we me, him. exactly. I think you add some, yeah, you add you had some, <laughs> some definitely some weight to that side of it. If I remember correctly, when Baltimore gave him a concussion, it was from the right side. So, everything's from the right side it's all, <laughs> it's all it's all that and that's you like know. the funny part because you're like well he can still see it or whatever people say but it's like you can see yourself getting in a car accident it doesn't make it feel any better you know what i mean
0: so and he can't um, and he can move around, and his um his pro comparison actually was well, he's trash. If seen Junior, so. <laughs> <laughs> but, but yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he he was
1: obviously was a uh, was highly rated as well. Uh, those could just be subject, you know, plays that they find or whatever. But anyway, right. I definitely think he could be a good fit there. I agree. Again, anytime you're fortifying your offensive line, whether it be a center, a guard, a left tackle, a right tackle, and you have a rookie or second-year quarterback, someone that you're you feel like could be a franchise guy. You have plenty of weapons on the offense. Your defense is the most expensive in the league. You have T.J. Watt, a prolific generational player. Cam Hayward in the middle. You've got uh, Minka Fitzpatrick over the top. You went out and got Patrick Peterson to replace uh, the corner that left you guys. So I'm I mean, sorry. like mm-hmm. Cam something. And so it's like the the defense. I think is fine. I don't think that that's where you'll lose the the games. I think you'll lose the games by Kenny getting sacked. Kenny getting a uh, a concussion again. Um, or just obviously the fact that they're getting pressure too many is just not getting the ball out or whatever it may be. So I think that's a good pick. I I I don't think that's that that, that's crazy, but definitely probably more as just a a Pittsburgh fan. You see that I guess a little bit more. Absolutely. Yeah, so at eighteen we got Detroit, the Lions. Second pick. Yeah, Yeah, second pick in the draft. Exactly. So at six, remember we took Jalen Carter, he was still on the board, Dan Campbell Missman jumping up and down. Um this is one of those things where uh like I said, eighteen, Okafor is gone. I think if you can replace him with a good, lanky quarterback, someone, uh, <laughs> if you could go out and get Buddha sure, if you could trade the pick or, or however you could obtain him, absolutely, I'd keep him at safety, but I'm gonna go Joey Porter Jr. here. I think, uh, I think nine out of ten times you see someone coming from like an NFL pedig- uh, uh, pedigree family, they do well. You know what I mean? Like you have like so Absolutely. many bro- yeah, so many brothers that are in the league like like the watt brothers That's and so uh, i was like this,
0: the Pittsburgh. yeah know. yeah
1: this uh amon ra yeah exactly And you guys do that a lot too like you have cam hayward and then you also have his brother connor hayward um you have yep. derek watt and dj See, watt yeah. like you guys and then like obviously joey porter playing for you guys for uh on the defensive for years and then now it's his son coming up and cornerback is uh definitely a, a need for Detroit I think if they can strengthen that again Jeff Okuda is off the team now I think that they either make an add depth of that position or a really good rookie um I think he's in terms of course in terms of like cornerbacks if you can't get Christian Gonzalez or Devin Witherspoon you know him and maybe two or three others are are right there so yeah I'll take Joey Porter
0: yeah I like that pick um I would hope if Pittsburgh did not take a tackle, I would like Joey Porter myself just to put that out there.
1: But, yeah, I would hopefully make it to 22. <laughs> yeah.
0: um, so Tampa Bay, 19. This one was tricky for me. Because, I mean, without Brady there, I don't know what this team looks like. I don't know what their needs. I, I think they have a lot of needs. I don't know if anyone fixes anything. So I'm just going to take... Anton Harrison another tackle. Um I know Tampa had lost some tackles and they got Baker over there which you know another team that might look at quarterback. I just mm-hmm. think again I I don't know outside of CJ and Bryce maybe Will Levis. I don't know if any other quarterback is worth paying quarterback money to in the first round um when they're not a guaranteed hit. Uh Harrison I don't think is gonna be, you know, a starter either. I, I think he is someone that needs some development. Um but with a team beat up or missing pieces like Tampa Bay, I think he is someone that, you know, with an off season or some time like that, he could develop into a good enough tackle to help out a team that i think is kind of in a rebuild or yeah, coming to yeah. one soon
1: tampa bay definitely has some interesting things going on when you look at them overall you know they have yeah. some good we- they have some good weapons out there you know they still have a couple good wide receivers out there but the problem is is like they're getting older they're expensive you know how long will they be there i'm not quite sure tristan worse obviously all those guys are, are phenomenal on the line you know, I totally agree. It, Baker again is a transition quarterback. In my opinion, it's not like he's going to land on like his what fourth team, and all of a sudden be like, I'm a franchise guy and I can play. So Baker to me is like another like, hey, here's a guy that might be able to get us like like 500. You know, get us through the year. Uh, you know that division's not great, so maybe he can beat. Derek Carr and a rookie in Carolina you know and so maybe they they can battle a little bit there but yeah I think um uh, I think Tampa Bay definitely is trying to turn a page that's why I also thought too was like maybe like maybe they shoot for stars and get Bijan Robinson and so it's like hey Baker was successful when he could hand the ball off to Nick Chubb so maybe we bring him over here and get Bijan but um I think it, tackle again just fortifying the line for something in the future and maybe giving Baker some more time which we know that he needs so um yeah, that, that could be a hit for them for sure. Yeah. So at 20, we got Geno Smith and the Seattle Seahawks here, Sea Chickens. So kind of the, I guess the thought process behind this one was they love Doug Baldwin. They love Tyler Lockett. They still have DK Metcalf. I think that, although there are a couple holes there, like you were talking about, Kenneth Walker turns out to be really good, especially when he's super healthy. looks great. I think they try and go out and get him another weapon. Uh, for Gino. And so I, I'm gonna go with Zay Flowers. I'm gonna I think that they're gonna bring in kind of the maybe a little bit smaller guy. They love that. They've had that build before the playbook, the scheme with Pete Carroll definitely seems like they air it out quite a bit. Um we know DK maybe not be the you know most precise route runner, but that dude will beat you deep. And they've always had another kind of smaller guy speedster on the other side. So with Zay Flowers that's exactly what you're gonna get. You're gonna get an afterburner that'll beat you on the deep route. Or a double move, or you know whatever it is, and Gino can just let it let it rip. And so, I think uh, I think cause everyone's starting to get a little bit older on the offside of DK, that Zay Flowers will step in and just an immediate impact for him.
0: Yep, I mean the more the more weapons. I mean we've seen we've seen teams with three good like receiving, you know the Bengals, or you go see you know I guess Miami right now, and these kind of these kind of um, teams that have three weapons on the receiving side and how hard it is for defense to guard, right? Cause typically you got your cornerback one. Okay. We know he's locking down someone, your cornerback two, he's a good, you know, piece to help out. But then you usually get to that third guy and he's a, he's a package kind of corner. Right. So yeah, if you got, Zay Flowers added to that. I do. I think that that offense would open a lot, especially with of Walker, another running back that could catch mm-hmm. out of the backfield and everything, yep. too. Yeah, I agree. So, I,
1: tw- 21, who do we got? Because this is, I, I, I'm excited to hear this pick because the Chargers to me are like one of the best teams on t- paper, especially when they're healthy. Um, on paper, that being so, who do you have for 21 for the Chargers?
0: I actually have them taking Jack Campbell, linebacker. Oh. And I don't think it's necessarily a team need, but. I feel like the Chargers are just game decisions away from being one of the top teams in the NFL more than pieces. I think, they're, I think their defense is all pretty stacked. I think their offense is pretty stacked. Um, but Jack Campbell, again, you know, this dude had 125 tackles. He's involved yeah. in everything. Um, yeah. I don't I actually... know.
1: This is the guy I have going to Pittsburgh potentially in the second or third round. Is who yeah. I thought who who might target them. I think the Chargers. That's the hard part about the Chargers is when I'm looking at the team.
0: I don't. Who do you replace? Who, who, who do you, you who do
1: you replace? It's like okay, yeah. starting in in like DB range. It's like okay, well, Darren James is really good. They they paid JC Jackson a couple from you New England. Back, you're you got, Bosa. You yeah. Mac. Like they just have an absolute stacked roster. And so like I thought like okay, well maybe. Another potential Bijan, right? Like if if they get rid of Eckler's out of there. If Eckler's yeah. out of there, you know, you could save a little bit of cash, get a rookie one plus, you know, unless you get someone else next year or whatever, you're kind of in the same boat of trying to replace them. They have some depth there, of course. But I also thought potentially this would be a great spot for them for uh you obviously went a little bit earlier, but even like a Darno Washington, but Michael Mayer, another tight end. I, I I thought about a potential tight end coming in here and kind of giving Justin Herbert a little bit more of that feel because I don't really feel like he's gotten a lot of tight end love.
0: And um, if he didn't go to Green Bay in this draft that we're doing, that I um, Michael Mayer, I would yeah. probably put him at the Chargers because, yeah. yes, add another piece, right? You got your receivers already. You got your running back. You throw <laughs> a tight end in there.
1: He's going to be dangerous,
0: yeah. Absolutely. So, yes, But this Campbell is an- a
1: monster. He's really, really productive. I just – I'll be interested if he goes in the first round, but this is oddly enough. I hate that you put him up here this high because I was like – when I was watching him, I was like, watch. I was like, the goddamn Steelers are going to get him like late in the – because you have two second-rounders. Yeah, you have the 32nd, then you have like –
0: like One or something, something like that and i was like yeah. watch
1: this guy go i like that forty-nine fifty pick or wherever they're at on their the second second rounder that they have and i was like this guy's gonna piss me off because he is he's highly productive i honestly there's a lot of people that if you're getting an alignment or a defensive player or something like from iowa they seem to hit a lot so um so yeah that's a gr- that's a good pick i think he i think he's kind of a diamond in the rough a little bit um so i'll be interested to see if he goes in the first but
0: yeah, he he still needs some development and stuff, but yeah, I think He's with good. those pieces there in, in the Chargers, um, yeah, Who
1: else you Locker okay, room and so. stuff like <laughs> it,
0: you, you're going to develop a good piece there. So yeah, but you absolutely. got your Ravens up next. Who so who you want?
1: Yeah. So again, this 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 is all going to be really interesting because I think that what could happen between let's say now and four fifty nine, or even during the draft, for all I know. That I mean, we've done it before, but I went with uh, Quentin Johnson, TCU wide receiver. So. The reason I went with him is – so I know there's been a lot of talks, especially as we get closer to the draft about DeAndre Hopkins potentially going over there. Odell Beckham obviously signed the one-year deal over there. The thing for me is is that we need a corner, and we need – because, well, and again, this is kind of the sketchy part about picking here. Obviously, internally, they know a lot more, but Marcus Peters, he's at the end of his, his deal. He's an expensive corner, and we paid for him the last three years, but he's expensive. We still are trying to get Lamar, so we have to watch that budget line. Yeah, And then I don't think Adafi Owe, and we're not retaining Justin Houston, so I don't think that that's the pressure setup that we need. We talked about we needing DBs and safeties, um, or just the deep cornerbacks and safeties, the DB group there, and we need pass rush, right? We need, we need pressure up front. Baltimore has... The DBs when it was Marcus Peters, Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Williams in the back. We drafted Kyle Hamilton first overall last year. looks like a great player. So it's like that part's pretty solidified if we have Marcus Peters. Now, if we're not going to keep him, which we don't know at this point, nothing has happened with him. He hasn't been released by the team but he hasn't signed a new deal. So that'll be interesting. If we know Mark Peters isn't, I think a corner would be phenomenal at this point. Obviously, like Deontay Banks is still on there. Manuel Forbes from Mississippi State is still out there. You could easily go get those guys. If not, I think pressure is a big one. Who do you take an edge here, though? You know, Brian Brees still on there uh, from Clemson. I mean, phenomenal player. Um, we have a big uh, couple defensive linemen, Mozzie Smith and things like that, like very highly rated defensive linemen that could get some pressure up front. But if we don't get DeAndre Hopkins, I think the only way that not only helps you land Lamar, but also gives us more attack power in the Todd Munchkin, uh, George Bodog's new yeah, scheme we'll have to see what pa- that looks like. passing exactly, yeah. and, and if not, giving Tyler Huntley or whoever starts the quarterback more options, having Mark Andrews, Odell Beckham Jr., Rashad Bateman, and Quentin Johnson, at least at that point, we're gonna know if we can pass the ball or not.
0: Yep, <laughs> it, it is. It's uh it's kind of the trend, you know. Get get your get your quarterback more receiving options or give him something that can help him. Rather yeah. it be you know, making Lamar happy or like you said, you know, having whoever the quarterback may be, give him as many options so he can succeed.
1: So, yeah, so if we sign DeAndre Hopkins like tonight or during the draft, yeah, I don't expect him to take a wide receiver. But if right. that doesn't happen I think by draft time, I mean, obviously, if they take a wide receiver, we're gonna know, like, okay, that's not gonna probably follow through because I don't expect them to spend a one and then also sign DeAndre Hopkins. That would be, and yeah. then not like I'd be upset with that. But it's like I, I don't think now I'm you got both, too many. Bo- I don't think <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't think both things are gonna happen.
0: So right. Um. So I got Minnesota, Minnesota here at twenty-three. They lost Patrick Peterson to the Steelers, so I am taking Deontay Banks here.
1: Yep. Yep. There he is. Yep. Um
0: Another shutdown corner. Think he's great. He's got four three speed. Um but he is not a ball hawk. That dude only had two interceptions in the four years on Maryland. So yeah,
1: that's uh not a lot, but he's he very he breaks a lot of passes up. He he's can very, break them up, he can yeah. you
0: know, doesn't um doesn't allow a lot of yak, you know. <laughs> not a lot of yak in uh, Maryland for Deontay. Yeah. Um but
1: what we do what, – what we also remember is if you look at the top corners, though, a lot of them all ball, are ball hawks, right? Absolutely. Even the, even the safeties, we talk about Minka being at the top, Justin Simmons being the top. These guys are the ones that pick the ball off and turn it the other direction. So I think there is something to say about being a good corner and being a, a shutdown corner uh, and being productive like what he is. And then there's a difference between that and then being a ball hawk, someone that turns the ball over frequently and gives you an offense, a short field, right? So yep. I, I also agree with you because I think that if you could have – whatever the scheme best fits or the, how the players gel because you could have two ball hawks, you could have one shutdown and a ball hawk, you know, and you can kind of like mix and match these guys. But I think he's going to go in there. He'll have Harrison Smith over top of him and he'll be a great replacement for Patrick Peterson.
0: Yep. he. I mean, he allowed the third lowest completion percentage in the Big Ten, you know. Right. That. And you got to imagine
1: this too. Think about this too. Maybe not even like interceptions, but just in the ability to break up passes. Who's he going to be playing in that division? Jordan Love, Justin Fields, Jared Goff.
0: Yeah, not not scared.
1: Not not that scared, right? Jared Goff might be the scariest thing that I just said, which is yeah. I don't know if that, those can all be in the same sense. But,
0: but but four three speed, he's keeping up with Amon Ra. You know, he's got a forty two inch vertical. So.
1: He's very athletic. Yep. So I think he I think he could slide a little bit further. Um, but I, again, if Baltimore gets D Hop or they don't decide to go that direction, whatever, I, I could see him going much earlier than than Minnesota um, potentially. But at twenty four. We have the Jacksonville Jaguars. If I say this name correct, I, I'm not quite sure. I can't remember. Brian Sounds good to me for Clemson. I know I talked about him a little bit earlier. Jacksonville is looking good. I think they spent enough money on their offense. They've got plenty of picks. Again, if you wanted to maybe wrap another tackle or a guard or someone around Trevor Lawrence, it's never a bad idea. I think the defense situation is pretty good, but if this kid falls this far in the draft, they need some defensive pressure up front, I believe. Some run stuffing, some run blocking. He's also pretty quick, so if he does have to tear off and chase anyone he's uh he's he's pretty good at that so i think he's uh i think he's a solid player wherever he lands I'm actually a big fan of him, so I wouldn't be shocked if he went earlier than twenty four too
0: yeah i mean when's the last time you saw jackson fill this late in the draft <laughs> I mean, I, so it so it just shows like l- lately they've been drafting some good pieces picking up some mm-hmm. good pieces yeah so doug I...
1: peterson doug Peterson has been known to go into a franchise and pick it up out of the mud yeah and uh You know, and get it somewhere, but it's kind of funny too. Is Doug Peterson also got Carson Wentz early, and they got Trevor Lawrence early? Obviously, he's not the one necessarily drafting Trevor Lawrence, but he comes in with these young quarterback studs, and he's just like, okay, let's turn it around.
0: (laughs) Right. Yep. I mean, yeah, I I think that's a good pick there. Um. So I got Jack. Or sorry, Giants here at Mm twenty-five. I have them taking Jordan Addison.
1: Okay, I was wondering. So I know that I think when we talked beforehand. And kind of shared our own little scripts of what we think are going to happen. Um, I know we both had the Giants taking a wide receiver here, and I think that we all know after they traded away um, Darius Tony, Tony yeah. and after they they Super did bowl the whole
0: winner Darius Tony,
1: and who's the uh, and the Kenny Galladay experience <laughs> didn't pan yep. out well for them. Here's the thing why i also think it's another good idea jordan addison was very highly rated he still is very highly rated he's dropped in the rankings i think he had some injury problems um but also played with a very good quarterback in usc i think he's got loads of talent good size definitely can help out but here's the other part danny dimes is like such a question mark maybe if he doesn't have saquon or can he really be a good passer but we don't really know because they haven't wrapped him around too much talent, right? Like I said, they paid a boatload of money for Kenny Galladay, and that was a waste. But Absolutely. you give him Jordan Addison, Saquon comes back healthy, a couple other good receivers there that might be able to you know, pitch in and help out, do what they can. But can you blame Danny Dimes? It's kind of a Lamar situation where it's like, oh, hey, he's a really crappy passer, doesn't have a lot of yards or whatever it looks like. And it's like, well… You know he doesn't also have the greatest talent around him, so I like the pick. I think I think they go wide receiver, whether it's Jordan Addison, it's A Flowers, whoever's there in the draft still. But I think the Giants definitely would would benefit from a wide receiver.
0: And and he plays a slot too, so it's not like you know he's not a he is a downfield guy, but he's playing again on these linebackers or Mm -hmm. these cornerback threes like finds open think, space Yep. yeah and you know good route runner he's he's got good speed on him you know he's not the best at contested catches but you pull him on a drag or a slant across the middle he's going to catch that take that thing 15 yards i mean mm-hmm. I, and that's I think, what they need Move run the play action yep. with saquon yeah i think they you know might not be addison but i do like we said the receiver a receiver needs to go to the giants
1: yeah yeah and at 26 i have with have dallas so the cowboys are up on the block now uh, I just don't really remember when Dallas really? wasn't running two good really? running backs at a time. I'm going to take him the first and only in the first round. That at least I think, at least unless we see someone else. But Bijan Robinson, running back. Yeah, I think Pollard's on a fi- uh, on a, tag. a f- on a tag. They let Zeke go they love their running backs and they love their good ones. Bijan is getting massive remarks. I mean, he is like the quintessential running back. He's the right size. His vision is phenomenal. He has great bursts through the gaps. Um, I think he was also in like college record or whatever it was. Is like, he has the most yards after contact for like two years straight or something like that. He's an absolute monster. I think again, Dak has enough weapons in front of him. The line is okay. They definitely with Trayvon Diggs and, uh Parsons and such um they've you know shored up the defense a little bit because I still think that there's some options on the defensive side but they've gotten a lot better on that so I think they look forward to a cheap running back for a couple of years so yeah I'll, I'll take uh Bijan
0: yeah plus, he's, uh... plus
1: Texas he'll stay he'll stay in there they'll love him <laughs> from,
0: from Tucson
1: oh okay I didn't know that
0: so yeah he uh no I th- I, th- I think you know he's he's the clear-cut running back one he might be the clear-cut running back one the past you know five ten years Mm -hmm. so so, you know he uh he reminds me of a you know like a saquon you know he's got um
1: he's very shifty
0: pass catch. (laughs) yeah for 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 his body sizes yeah i mean he's not the biggest guy i think he's under six foot but he um yeah he's not a derrick henry downhill guy yeah he's um He's going to run he, harder than he looks, and he's faster than he looks.
1: He looks kind of looks like a Zeke.
0: So. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so Buffalo, you know, they lost uh, Tremaine Edmonds. So I'll take Drew Sanders here, linebacker. <laughs>
1: yeah. Um, yeah, I was going to say that. That would be the biggest I, one. He does. Edmonds,
0: he, I, I think he's Tremaine Edmonds. I mean, that is exactly who I think he is. He versatile he can play inside he can play outside he yep. plays coverage you know he had 103 tackles he had nine and a half sacks yep he's yep. exactly Tremaine admin yep yep he can come in day one i think he can get that defense <coughs> running run the plays. he's a smart guy you know he's played with some tough competition i don't think there's too much you know else to say that i think he's just a perfect replacement it makes the most sense for buffalo if they don't want to skip the beat with their defense. With the missing of Edmonds, this guy will start day one and you won't even know a difference.
1: Yep, I think that's a smart play for them too going out and getting a linebacker. You lost one really good player for a positional. He basically priced himself out of the job. You know what I mean? He was yeah. he was gonna get big money regardless when he was coming off that contract. So I think um I think he priced himself out and this is a good replacement for him. Um I still think Buffalo could be in the running for a DeAndre Hopkins trade. So, you know, if you give DeAndre on the offense and you get this guy on defense to basically like you said, replace the piece. Not only a piece of your defense, but an important piece, because Edmonds was all over. You know, very good player. So yep. um so if you can replace that, that's just that's just makes sense, right? Hey, we lost a really good linebacker. We're gonna replace him with another really good linebacker, one that also looks oddly enough like you and plays like you, very productive kind of guy. So I think that's a I think that's a smart pick. Twenty eight. This one's kinda funny. I I you know, it's Cincinnati, so God, you know, like, do they try and protect Joe Burrow? Um, do they go into something a little more in the middle, like towards like the linebacker position? But where, I, you know, if I'm the GM and I just lost uh, Jesse Bates, the safety for them, who played well, who again kind of priced himself out of Cincinnati, right? He said, I think it was last year, right? He was like, I want more money, and then like yep. they got to the season, he's like, alright fuck, I'll play. Gosh, you know, I'll be like, here. I'll yes. be there. You know, and then obviously well, he, he, do. he got he got pulled over. He got uh, kind of paid paid out right he, he went he went to another team and so i'm taking brian bunch uh, branch here safety from alabama i think it's just again it's kind of that like one of those positions where we're talking about like a like maybe like a new york or like again like buffalo it's like hey we lost a player here and he's the best safety i think pretty pretty handedly in the draft here oh, so you can get him at you can get him at 28 i think he's a great great talent I think he comes in he's a great player really understands a lot of the defensive uh schemes and um yeah, I think he's an immediate impact for a position that they need.
0: Yep. I mean he's the only player in the SEC with ninety tackles and two interceptions and two sacks. So like you know, he,
1: he he's plays another, all over. <laughs> he's another versatile
0: guy. Yeah. He's him. not just someone that floats back there, you know. You you can put him in certain packages where he's, you know, coming off the edge there on a safety blitz, you know, but he's got an eye for the ball, but you know, he's up in the trenches, also tackling everybody. He's um a little undersized. So Weight wise, but I'm you know with a little NFL. He's a little motivation. motivation. <laughs> yeah, a little NFL motivation. He'll he'll just be just exactly, fine. Yeah, I think it's yeah. a good pairing there. Um, Absolutely. Number twenty nine, Saints. Again, another thing that I think they kind of need a few pieces, but I I think I'm gonna go kalisha Cansey here from Pitt, yeah. uh, defensive lineman. Um, another guy, you know. Kind of undersized, but he's really explosive. You know, he doesn't quite fit the the stature of the position, but, you know, they said the same thing about Aaron Donald.
1: Who played at Pitt, if I remember that Played correctly. at Pitt, the same position, you know.
0: <laughs> okay. um, again, I don't think he's a day one starter, but with Cam Jordan there and some other pieces there, you got Sean Payton coming there. I think he has the raw potential to mold into something to be something great. I don't think we're going to see it year one, but, you know, put him in some, some packages or some quick packages, whatever it may be um, on some passing downs or something like that. I know he can get through that line and get to a quarterback, um, but I think he is another piece just going in the future, you know, a guy that some teams are going to look back on and be like, you know, Th- this kid can actually play we 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 dodged him because of his size or whatever you know only being six one two eighty and i think that position you know somewhat like six six like 320 but um you know i i don't think i don't think that his size should stop him from being productive in the nfl i do think it'll just take him some learning to you know you're gonna play some big fellas but yeah i, I think you can I, make he, an he'll get around it
1: I think you can make an argument for that too. Definitely from an interior line position being a little bit smaller, but he's got a really good really good take off the ball. You know, he 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 gets up quick, he pushes uh pr- pretty well actually, so for for an undersized guy, but I actually could see him potentially going even a little bit further uh earlier in the draft New Orleans to me. I know you can read a lot online about like the position of need and things like that, but there's a lot that they can
0: honestly use. So That's why I'm like, it was tough. I'm like, I don't, I don't it's know an where to go with this. It's, yeah. an, it's an interesting Pressed thing. Best on the board at, at this, at this exactly. time for me.
1: They're one of the teams in the in that league where it's or in that division where it's just like they need, all these teams need quite a bit of pieces. And so where do you go? Where do you impact? You know, again, pressure up front is really good. Ken Doran's getting a little bit older. It's like, do we bring in a younger guy to try and help out with that? So he's a great player. So I could potentially see that. Um, at 30,
0: your last pick here
1: yeah my last pick and i know we talked a little bit earlier with with philadelphia and this is kind of like the detroit lions thing too a little bit but um philly at 10 took devin witherspoon corner so i'm going to turn back around and, and replace hargrave who went over to the niners which i find absolutely insane but i'm gonna go mozzie smith defensive line so i think this kid is if he doesn't go in the first round i wouldn't be that shocked i think he's fallen off a lot of the radar but um Highly productive, very very good. His combine score is phenomenal. Did really really well there. Um, again, it's a position I need for Philadelphia. So if they can sure up a little bit up on the line, they can sure some of the the secondary. Why not, right? Assuming Philadelphia doesn't trade any of these picks back. Again, that's potential for a trade. But um, yeah, I'll go with him, and I think he'll I think he'll uh, I think it'll be a day one.
0: Yeah, like you said, you you got some spots there to fill in Philly, um, and I do. I think he could step in day one starter. Good player in Michigan. I, I think he uh, he could be a good replacement for Hartgrave for sure. Yeah. I uh, got last pick here at Kansas City. Of course. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm gonna take Osiris Torrance. Mm-hmm. You to save now,
1: save your man, huh? <laughs> and and
0: uh, you know, he played guard in Florida, but I, I I think he could slide out to tackle and replace um Orlando Brown. And, junior. and um, you know, that is, like you said, you got to protect Patrick Mahomes. This is your long-term investment. You know, he might be a death piece. He might be a guy you got to move around, play him in the right position, whatever it may be. But I, I think he is someone, you know, he, he had zero sacks allowed on almost 14, 1,450 snaps. So um, I, I, I think he definitely has the size and has the knowledge to play the position he's just going to need a little coaching and who better to go to than the chiefs with andy Reid and patrick mahomes and have have you show show you the ropes so
1: yeah no i mean it's it's a it's a definitely a safe pick you know again anytime you're protecting your your franchise guy um i know Orlando Brown jr just obviously got that big contract and he's over there now i honestly thought at first with kansas city you were going to go wide receiver because with the whole Juju mishap, and then obviously uh, Tyreek Hill's gone. I don't, you know, Sky Moore, I'm not sure if he's really, if I could say he's panned out well for them or not. So I thought potentially maybe I was going to, we were going to go see a wide receiver there and I, see if I, uh, see if I'm, Kansas City kind of gives him some.
0: I've already been wrong in saying that Kansas City wasn't going to be good without Tyreek Hill. So <laughs> I, uh, I'm i starting could to you, believe that Patrick Mahomes can kind of make any receiver pretty good. So that's true. That's true. Wh- whoever, whatever their options are there, Yes. Do I think, you know, if, if one of these better receiver options had fallen to Kansas City, I would probably, you know, say they would take someone to replace that Tyreek Hill. But, you know, with JSN and Addison, Flowers, Flowers, Flowers Quinn Johnson, all these guys gone already, I don't think you're going to take like the sixth best receiver on the board. Um, and you know this guy isn't even the best offense alignment on the board, That's, but I'm yeah. Just see, and I, I was
1: going to say potentially even a trade. I can even but, see people trading back for 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 this one as well.
0: Yeah, I, I just uh, it's a, it's a tough spot. You know, there's going to be people that want to trade up to this last pick or whatever, but you know, for for them, it might make more sense to so, yeah trade back, get some picks, get a person. I don't know, but but anyways that that wraps up our got draft through it, and we got the. Got the real draft tomorrow. Yeah, we sure do. So
1: it'll be interesting to see what we take. Definitely think that there's going to be some trades. Definitely can talk about that next week on on episode two for 2023. But one of the things I'll be interested to see is just who goes, what's shocking. And, you know, there's always those drafts where <clears throat> the Chicago Bears trade it from three to two, and then they take Mitch Trubisky. So Or the Cleveland Browns taking Baker Mayfield, shockingly, at number one overall. So definitely right. gonna be really interesting i think part of the fun of the draft is not only seeing who your team gets and hopefully it's someone that you like or someone that a position you need but it's also seeing these other franchises kind of go wild over a will levis or something like that where we'll see if they pan out so excited I, that I it's a step for in chaos. the draft i, <laughs> yeah, root, I
0: root for you. chaos that's all i want yeah chaos so so anyways thanks everyone tuning in this is a predictable podcast we'll be recording on tuesdays i think next week we're going to try to you know just look back at our uh Our picks, see if we got any right, and uh, maybe react to some picks from other teams, and, you know, we'll just uh, go from there.
1: Yeah. See you all. Have a good night. Sounds good, boys.
0: See you. Better, fellas.